millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Go talk to those groups and explain the precinct strategy to them. Um, and, and say, you know, you could... If you're pro-life and you really want to make sure that the Republican Party remains pro-life in its platform, get into the party and make sure that that happens. Because it's the precinct committeemen who elect everybody to write the platform. Let's keep the party pro-life, pro-Second Amendment. Uh, Let's make sure that it's anti-vax. Let's make sure that it's we build the wall, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anti-red flag laws. Exactly. All of that stuff. Get get into the party and strengthen the party and and make sure that your issue never gets tossed out of our platform. The way to do it is you got to get into the party. All right. First First Amendment rights. People are um, just in uh, a parallel issue where some people have uh, gotten a little discouraged because um, the election and the fact of the stolen election has not yet been resolved, yet they don't realize how many lawsuits state by state are actually moving forward through the courts, and it has to be done this way. It has to be gone through the legal system, and whatever can be done that way is great. But we, we rebuild our party with the precinct. Local, local, local GOPs, you have to rebuild and save America through your local GOPs, people. Please, please just do it. Amen. All right. First Amendment rights, thank you very much for your call. And I look forward to when we can actually bring you to the forefront as uh, as your true identity. Okay. Very good, Zach. All right. Have a good night. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, Dan. Yeah, you bet. Thanks. Thank you. All right, we've got Delia Athy coming in next. All right, uh, Delia's audio is connecting. I uh, need to say thank you to TZ Burton. Washington State has all mail-in voting. If possible, drop your ballot off at the official drop boxes the day of the election. The boxes are monitored by voting officials, and a police officer is always present. I don't trust the post office. And then uh, thank you again to uh, Low Country Brooklyn, SaveYourRepublic.org. Uh, excellent website to check out. Delia, you're on the air. Welcome to the show. Hi, howdy, howdy. Um, I'm in Maricopa County. I met Dan at the uh, Reawaken America. I'm the captain of the precinct from which Ray Epps moved to Colorado. Ooh. All right, right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Um, Do you guys run him out of town? <laughs> well, you know, the Darren Beatties and people just started being there too often, I guess. I mean, I used sure. to walk by there all the time and stuff. And they took he, he took his name off the top of his thing and he added a whole lot of not, no trespassing signs and stuff. But I guess he sold it and moved. But my precinct was huge and they divided it in three and it's still twice as big as yours, Dan. Yeah. And it's 2,400 some Republicans. Wow. And the precinct's like 40, almost 4,500 voters. And it's like, it's, it's not, it's quote unquote not fair because it's so much harder to reach. With yeah, so many you gotta, people. What you got to do is, so you, what do you have? 20 precinct committeeman slots or thereabouts? Our quota is 22. And 22. I did the math and it's correct, but that's just too big. Well, what you got to do then is uh, uh, go get a map, like from Google Maps. Unfortunately, we don't have any software that does this easily uh, uh, because the party won't give it to us. But using GOP data center, you can like print out all of the, all of the voters who are Republican, you can do that. In- well, I, I know how to do all that. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know how we get them to, to make them smaller. I mean, uh, they split it up, but it was like 11,000 voters, and then they divided it in three, and they really should have divided it by 10. There would, there, there's a couple of ways. One would be uh, to get the state legislature to command the counties to uh, do it by statute, or the the county elections department has discretion under the current law to determine the boundaries of each precinct. And another thing that you could do is you could go to the board of supervisor meetings and, and make a presentation and say, look, my precinct's way too big. Um, I want it to be made smaller. Um, You could go to the legislature and do the same thing. But the first step is filling all those 22 slots. So how many slots have, are, have got filled by the primary? Um, I think we have seven. Well, there you go. <laughs> go, go find uh, uh, 15 people who are conservative, recruit them, and then after the January uh, state committee meeting in late January – then fill out forms, appointment forms for all 15 of them and bring your precinct up to 22 strength, full strength. Well, then, recruiting, then- recruiting is not my strength. Organizing other things and technology stuff is my strength. So okay. I'm trying well, to figure I have a, out. I have a, uh, on the precinct, uh, on the pill.net site, Mm-hmm. Or if you shoot me an email. I'm in there. I'm in there. My okay. I have in the Arizona uh, folder and also the general folder. You can find it. And it'll be easier to see once the site gets updated next week. But I have a postcard strategy whereby what you do, and I explain it, soup to nuts. It's four pages, uh, a two-page tutorial, and then uh, – when I say four pages, it's double-sided PDF or Word document with a template for postcards. And I explain what kind of cardstock to get and how to uh, use GOP data center to determine who to send this out to, 
I, I recommend 45 to 62 year olds who are perfect voters. And then you write them a postcard that basically says, hey, you're a perfect voter. You're the best kind of Republican there is. Hey, I want to give you an opportunity to become even a better Republican. In fact, you'll be able to next go around be a, a state convention delegate if you want to and vote for yourself at the caucus meeting in 2023. But first, we got to get you appointed to a vacancy. Good news. Our precinct has 22 slots, but only seven filled. Be one of the first 15 to volunteer. We'll get you appointed, and then I'll mentor you. Something like that. That's what the postcard should say. I'll go to that. I'll go to the thing in Pill.net and share that with my LD and yeah, see if yeah. we can incorporate that because most of our precincts need more people. So the other thing is um, I worked in the tabulation. Well, I didn't work. I observed in the tabulation af- before and after the election. Uh-huh. And um, <clears throat> one of the things that was really clear is the drop-off mail-in ballots on election day is what really slowed things down. And so trying to get people to not drop off their ballot, but actually right. vote in person. Right, because, right. And that's, I said that earlier on this call. That's what right. we have to do but, in Arizona. We can do that, so let's do it. And I want to get every candidate. I want to get Carrie. I've sent this to Carrie Lake. I've sent it to Mark Fincham. I don't think I've sent it to Blake Masters yet, but I want every Republican candidate to be telling all of the voters, vote on election day. Do not use your mailed ballot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so so because I think people think they can just turn it in on election day, and that's not what we mean by voting in person. We mean right. actually go and turn in your ballot and vote in person. Because right. I, was, I was out passing out flyers for a candidate outside one of the polling places. And at least 50% of the ones that I saw go in there had the green envelope ready to drop in. And um, I did what I could to try to, you know, encourage them. But people kept on thinking that, oh, they stopped counting. They stopped counting. It's like, yeah, they stopped counting because they have to start the whole process over with all the signature matching and all that. With all the 125,000. So it wasn't like they were committing fraud. They had to go through the process. And I wish they would create a ballot that they could just rip it out of the envelope and stick it in the tabulator. I think they can. (laughs) But they just choose not to. (laughs) But, I mean, it's like all they had to do is have you do your ID at the poll pad and validate it and then stick it into the tabulator. That way, you know, it got counted and there's no delay. That's exactly what I did. I did it on election day. I took my ballot with me. Here it is. I still have it. They, the nice lady who talked to me said, oh, well, I'll take that and then spoil it. And I said, no, 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 no. This is mine. And I want to keep this. So I'm going to hang on to it because for historical purposes, I want this thing. And I want you to verify my here. Here's my ID. Let's give me a new ballot that I can run through the tabulation machine. But what I'm thinking is if the ballots that were mail-in ballots, you could go and pretend you're, you know, go in and do signature verification or ID verification at the electronic poll pad, open up your envelope and stick that already voted thing in the tabulator. As if you voted it in person. And if you do that, that's a felony. I know, but if they... 
Why would why so is please it don't a, please don't do I'm that? Saying, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if the if they could make it so the ballots could work that way, then it wasn't a felony. Then you could vote in person and you could do it ahead of time. So get off. I'm going to get off of the early ballot system. They call it something else now. It's not AEVL. I got yeah. off already. Yeah, automated, automatic early voting. A- active early voting list. Active early voting list. I'm going to get off that, and I still have time to do it. So that I'm not in that system anymore. Save saves the county money, and then I'm just going to make sure that I vote on election day. Um, yes from here going forward and, and, yep, and that's what i did do everything we can to get rid of the get the state legislature to get rid of the machines and i'm hoping here's the i have a copy of the lawsuit here's the gloss a copy of the lawsuit filed by carrie lake and mark fincham here in arizona mike lindell financed this ellen dershowitz helped on it i've read it it's a good request for a permanent injunction on the grounds that these machines are fraudulent. They don't work and therefore they violate our state and our state statute and our US Constitution. But it hasn't been adjudicated yet. And I'm I don't have any hope that the judge that they went to is gonna do anything about it. At least not before November eighth. <laughs> so it's up to us, it's up to us to elect better people to the state legislature. And hopefully some of these Republicans that made it through the primary are better than the ones that didn't make it through the primary. Oh, they got rid of Rusty. (laughs) Yeah, Rusty Rusty Bowers is gone. That's good. Karen Fan's not there anymore either because she didn't run for re-election. And then we've got to get Carrie Lake elected. Hold your nose and vote for Carrie Lake. I'm not a big fan of Carrie Lake, but I'll help her because she's I'm, I'm one of these Republicans. I'm a conser- conservative Republicans, conservative in the primary. And then I'm a Republican in the general, mm-hmm. always going to support the Republican. I even supported John McCain in the general. OK, because he was better, I thought, than Obama. Now, I'm not so sure, but <laughs> that's kind of the general rule of thumb. So let's get Carrie Lake elected governor. Let's let's get our let's hold on to our majorities or or increase them in in the House and the Senate in Arizona. And then let's get done what they didn't do after the 2020 election. And that is enact the John Fillmore bill that takes us back to hand counted paper ballots, no machines counted on Election Day, smaller precincts reduce greatly reduced uh, voting by mail only for military and true invalids who cannot get to a polling place. And then the hand counting has to take place that day. As soon as the polls close, that's what we need. That was all in the Fillmore bill. We can get that done. And if we get that, then we have a hope moving forward that we're going to have, free and fair elections like we used to have in mm-hmm. this country. All right. Yeah, D- if we D- can D- throw the Chaplick and uh, Warren Peterson in there to lead, I think there's a good chance of that going through. Um, Warren Peterson voted for the bill, just like every other one of them voted for the bill to get rid of the election of precinct committeemen. 
He didn't read even read that bill. Remember? Wow. Well, I'm not worried about Warren, that. Warren Peterson, Warren Peterson also, and never, and not a single other one of them. So, ever stood in front of a microphone after the 2020 election and said, I'm willing to vote to reject the popular vote and choose the rightful electors. I'm willing to do it. And these are my fellow Republicans who are willing to do it. And these are the fellow Republicans by name who won't do it. He never did that. Not a single one of them did it. They're all bad. And But if he got reelected, I don't know if he got reelected or not, He's better than some. He wasn't, he wasn't running against anybody. Oh, did he win by default, really, in the primary? Wow. Yeah, there wasn't anybody running against him. Okay. I know Red Pill's got to go on. Yeah, we got to take the next call. But Delia, uh, I would love to uh, try some of your desserts sometime. I have a no. soft spot for cakes and, and for eclairs and tiramisu especially. Thank you for your call, and I appreciate you getting involved. All right, thanks. All right, have a great Thank night. You. All right, next is Hang 10 Alien Surfer. And Hang 10 Alien Surfer, just waiting for your audio to connect. And uh, thank you for the good calls tonight, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, Let's see. We've got three more people on the line. We're going to get through each of these, and then uh, we should be closing out the show just right about then. Hang 10, how you doing, buddy? All right. Oh, gosh. I Okay, hold on. i got to turn off my stream uh hold on i gotta turn off uh my animation software oh, oh, so, oh hey dude good to see you so i can i can i can show my true self let me yeah all right all right so um yeah <laughs> that was my uh yeah i, my I remember software. it well so welcome back <laughs> to the show buddy good to see you all right uh yeah i don't know I, I think this is the first time i talked to you <laughs> yeah this <laughs> my, is the first time i've seen your face uh, yeah yeah um so, okay, I I live in, I I've tried to run for city council. I I live behind, way behind enemy territory in California. But I, a lot of my friends are telling. Well, a lot of my friends since I've joined the Foxhole have told me to move from California. But I I want to, I this is my state. I want to keep it. Um, well, I, you, I mean, still, you, you know that yeah. New, New California is a real thing. And uh, uh, I did a, I did an interview with Paul Preston I, over the weekend, and it's closer than it's ever been. So, you know, as long as you're not living in like San Francisco, uh, you know, Sacramento or, or in L.A., uh, you, more than likely you'll be in New California. And no, no you won't be. Shoot. Sorry, I, I, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 well, I just moved uh, a couple miles away. I used to live in uh, Gresham District Thirty, which was Brad Sherman's district, and I moved a couple districts away to um, Adam Schiff's different districts. Oof. Oof. Uh, but, but I, it's it's fine. Yeah, but but I've been trying to fight. In what is what is what is keeping you in California? If I may ask. Pride. It's my state. It's my okay. state. All right. I I I I've, I grew up here. I well, I, I didn't grow up in Los Angeles, but I've lived in Los Angeles now for over half my life. I love oh. this state. See, it's beautiful. You're... It's a beautiful state. Um. Yes, it is. I used to live there. Uh, I um. But I'm glad I left. And I live in Arizona now, where I can 
carry wherever I want. Too far away from the beach for me. I know, Um, I know. You're right. You're right. uh, That's why I moved to Florida, guys. (laughs) It's luck. Anyway, I I just was wondering, I understand you have valid reasons for staying there, but um, if you're going to stay there, uh, unless there's a sea change, um, and maybe there will be, because I I just read a a headline today (laughs) where Gavin Newsom is proposing a law uh, in California, which would prevent people from leaving the state. Well, what? yeah, yeah. He also I, said, I don't know. I don't think it was a joke. I, I think 2035 that will prevent people from buying gas powered cars. I saw that. Um, I saw that. That's absolutely uh, yeah. ridiculous. Uh, um, which our, our electric system can't handle that unless they're like solar or hydrogen power or something. But, um, I I tried to run for a city council 10 years ago. That's when I was living in Brad Sherman's district. I live in the same city. Burbank has two congressmen. Uh, Burbank has Brad Sherman and Adam Chip. That, that's how ridiculous, because Burbank is is kind of conservative, and I think they broke it up that mm-hmm. way to get like other districts in there uh, during with uh, the mandering of... Uh, uh, but I... Tr- it's almost impossible to get into any um, any local seat without having some sort of um, back it, it, connections. Just, I mean, you, you're saying yeah. in order to get elected to uh, you know public office, you have to be controlled. Let me ask you this: well, Have you have yeah. you looked into becoming a, a precinct committeeman in your area? Well, that's what I, yeah, I was going to ask. Well, I just moved uh, about six months ago, and now I live in, I moved a couple of miles. I live in Adam Schiff's district now. Right. So, right. Uh, well, Dan, um, Dan, are you familiar with South, the, the process Pasadena? there? What? Are you in South Pasadena? No, they're the same district, though. Yeah. Okay. Burbank. I uh, I'm in Burbank. Yeah. Right. Well, here's, you know, what you need to do is, first step is, you know, California is a totally different system than most states. So, do you know how the party works in California? The Republican. I'm party? not. I'm not Republican. I've oh, never oh, been oh. Republican. Okay. So, what would you I'm, if you ran? I'm, reg- you I'm registered lib- libertarian. I have been registered libertarian. Oh, okay. Uh, all my life, and I'm. I, I know people don't like libertarian. Some people don't like libertarians, but uh, I have a friend, a good friend, that's an actor. That is register independent, but he's basically a Republican. And I was like, "Well, why are you registered independent?" And I was like, uh, "Because I I want to keep my SAG card." Basically, is what he said. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, no, I and I have a couple of friends that pretty much are the same way. But I, I um, registered uh, Libertarian when I lived in Northern California because I hate it. Uh, Republicans at that time because they were mostly rhinos um, and the guy at the gun shop told me that the libertarians supported the NRA mm-hmm. uh, when, when I, when I uh, registered to vote and I was like okay <laughs> I guess I'm a libertarian. I guess that's uh, as good a reason as, as any. Dan for, for other political parties yeah, like libertarian party do they also have their own precinct committeemen? Is this the same process in each party? Yes, the um, if the way it works is 
political parties are purely private. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the Republican Party, just to use as an example, could remain purely private and run all of its candidates as write-ins. But parties don't normally do that because if you can get permanent ballot status, like here in Arizona, there's only three now. The Greens no longer, the Green Party no longer has ballot status. You get to have permanent ballot status as long as enough of your candidates get enough of a percentage of the vote. And if you do that, then you remain permanent ballot status. The Green Party has gotten so small in Arizona that they're, they no longer have permanent ballot status. So if a Green Party candidate wants to run now in Arizona in, uh, in the general election, they have to run as a write-in, um, and, the, the, and that's it. They can't well, appear on the ballot with I, a G after their name for Green Party. Okay. Yeah, that's because of the. Uh, well, the, yeah, I, I I know the reasons behind that. Yeah. And actually, the um, uh, well, there's well, somebody running. Let me let me finish answering okay. the question. All right. So so the parties that do have ballot status, if you get ballot status in Arizona, then you have to have precinct committeemen to create the party. And then have organizational meetings after the primary election when the precinct committeemen would run and get elected. You have to have, and rather after the general election, and then you can have organizational meetings. And then you have to have certain meetings. You have to have these meetings because that's a prerequisite for maintaining your right to have your candidates automatically on the ballot with an R after their name or a D after their name, or actually we'll say Republican or Democrat or, or green or libertarian. That, that's, so that's the um, advantage of becoming a recognized party, but you don't have to, but if you do, then you're, you've got to have precinct committee. That, that, that ironic because when I was studying become a minister at one time, uh, that was a similar, there, there was similar actual, um, uh, prerequisites in, in order to have a, a religion or a church um, where you had to have a uh, worship uh, places that that is so I, I'm going to look into that because you just gave me like a, a thing to look into because like I was studying after high school to become a minister um, and that was part of the thing become a minister as well so i didn't realize how much politics and religion you know it's it's about the structure (laughs) well listen hang ten we've got three other people and we're over time but i i i I understand yeah yeah. thank you for taking my call absolutely um but you just opened my eyes to something uh, i was gonna i'm gonna look into but and and one other thing one other thing you might want to look into the u-haul rates right now well, you know move, get the hell out of there. <laughs> but no, but but you know what's ironic is when I pull into a, I, I had to rent a U-Haul and all the U-Hauls are registered in Arizona. They all have Arizona plates. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so that's that's kind of ironic. So, um, all right, brother. Hey, come on over. Right. We'll take you. We'll take you. <laughs> it's too far away. Landlock. I, I, I'm sorry. I love the beach. <laughs> all right. I, I, uh, I, I'll move uh, by Red Pill uh, hey. more than I would move. By. Yeah. Also, uh, no. uh, Freight Awakening says, good to see you, Norm. Frank Stank <laughs> sends his regards. So okay. have, a, have a great uh, night, yeah. brother. We'll talk you, to you soon. You, you, you too. And uh, my my girlfriend has a family in Boca Raton. So okay. uh, I, I'm. I might come have coffee with you sometime. There we go. Look me up, brother. All right. (laughs) right. We'll we'll talk to you soon. Uh, Also, Fredo said, is Dan not a fan of Carrie Lake? Did I hear that right? Uh, May have good reasons, but curious to hear them. She seems MAGA and based Trump all the way. Do you know something we don't? Is is it it just that? uh, Well, I guess tell us briefly what it is that uh, makes you not explicitly a Carrie Lake fan. Well, it's just some of the things that are in her background. Sure. Um, she uh, actively supported, apparently, with donations, Barack Hussein Obama's campaign. She right. uh, thought uh, Merrick Garland was going to make a great Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots of other things like that uh, that, um, you know, makes me question her her conservative reawakening that supposedly has taken place. That's all. Sure. I can Uh, understand that. I can understand that. And uh, I've never confronted her with those questions, but um, uh, she is the nominee now. So I'll support her. Absolutely. Okay, Rick, go ahead and unmute. And uh, I don't know if this is your first time here, but uh, I take the calls in the order that they show up in the queue. So uh, here you are. Go ahead and unmute. and We can get your question. Yeah, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry about that. I um, I didn't realize you had almost a thousand people on this uh, call tonight. This is my first time on Red Pill. Oh, excellent! My, well, uh, my brother, we're happy to have you here, brother. Hey, well, I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm a uh, precinct committee man in Sarasota County, Florida, and it took six months to cut through the click uh, to to join that uh, group. Uh, our chairman. Uh, is also our assistant chairman to the uh, Republican Party of Florida. Our senator is Joe Gruters. Yeah, I know who he is. Yep. And uh, we're, I'll tell you, we've been having one heck of a time. There are, there are a number of us in uh, Sarasota County that uh, are trying to um, uh, open up the REC to the people that want to participate in local politics. And that's what it's all about. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm also a, a regional captain in the Convention of States uh, the last three years with uh, Mark Levin, um, uh, Mark Meckler. I don't know if you know those guys. Oh, I know both of them, and I'm not a fan of the Convention of States. Sorry. Well, we're sorry to hear that, but our governor is a... Uh, uh, a public endorser and a supporter. And hey, uh, I, I, we have some people in the REC. As a matter of fact, I got one guy that, that, that follows me around when I try and get, uh, give speeches, uh, talks on Article 5. And it is our belief that the establishment parties Neither one of them are going to fix what is wrong in Washington, D.C. It's going to take 
the three words of the Constitution, we the people, through our representatives, our local representatives in the states, to call a convention and do the things that they will not do. Do you want to do? Do you want to talk about the convention of states? I would be more than happy to to uh, talk about the convention of states. You bet. Okay. okay. Real brief. Let's see if I put it back on my bookshelf. Um. Hang on. <clears throat> yeah. Well, well anyway. Uh, yeah, here, 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 look. Have you read this book? The Con of the Con Con by Andy Biggs, Representative Andy Biggs. <laughs> no, I haven't read that. Well, it's not very long. It's not very thick. It's a I critique. can see that. It's a critique. I can see that. The, 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 and I've read it. I, I, I can see that. There's all um, my highlights. Okay. But here's the, here's the point. I'll just cut to the chase. If the if the if the current congressmen who all took an oath to the Constitution aren't following the current Constitution, what makes you think they're going to follow the new one? That's number one. Number two. Whoa, 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 no, wait, wait, whoa, wait a minute. What's wrong with our Constitution? There's nothing wrong with our Constitution. Bingo. This, Bingo. This what's book wrong is what's wrong this, is the people is that the we law. elect. You know who Robert Nadelson is? Yes, I do. This is his the most authoritative work on the law of Article Five, and I have a lot of colleagues in the local REC. As a matter of fact, one of them who has been converted over the last two years to supporting the Convention of States. And the reason was I would smile at him every time I met him, and I said, hey, is there anything else in the Constitution that you don't like besides Article 5? It is an original, unamended provision in the Constitution that the the committee that that, uh, drafted that article realized that the founders in their original draft had only provided for amendments to be proposed by the Congress. And George Mason, Colonel George Mason from Virginia, got up and said to the assembled company in Philadelphia in 1787, that gentlemen, what happens if Congress goes off the rails? We have not made a provision for the people to take control of their constitution. And it was NEMCON unanimous in that committee on September 15th of 1787 to insert into Article 5 a provision or upon application of two-thirds of the state legislatures to call a convention. Congress shall call a convention and essentially get out of the way yeah. until... I know that. State... I know all of that. So here's my question to you. Well, you... okay, What? go ahead, go ahead. You, you go through all of that, yeah. and, then you, and you present the call to Congress. Yes. And the Speaker of the House says, thank you, and folds it up and puts it in his lapel po- pocket, and the President of the Senate does the same. They take it, yep, thank you. And they fold yep. it up and put it into their lapel pocket, and they and they both say, "We'll get back to you," and then they don't. 
then what do you do? Uh, they're in violation of the Constitution. And then, and then what? Do you, and then what do you do? We have a convention anyway. Really? Yes. And there have been a number. There have been uh, literally hundreds, over a hundred state uh, state conventions on various and sundry matters in our history. And any student would like to verify that but, it's but easily the problem is that's not what the constant but the problem is that's not what the constitution says the constitution says that the congress and only the congress shall issue the call for that convention no it's and if, that, and, it's if that. They, and if they don't there's no convention no 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 they, you're you're uh you're transposing the duties of the constitutional duties there. Once those applications have been received by the Congress, it says Congress, Congress shall, shall, shall call the convention. They don't have a choice. But what if they don't? don't have a choice. What if they don't? They don't have a choice. What if they, you're not if answering my question. What if they don't? Then we'll have one anyway. Well, it's it won't be us. constitutional. Yeah, because it I mean, says the Constitution says that they, only the Congress shall call got, it. And we, if they we, don't do it, what do you do? We you, have there's nothing you can do. Well, uh, and that is the problem. We have a establishment government, federal government that is not. So why doesn't Mark Meckler tell you this? And why doesn't? Uh, that Michael Ferris tell you this? Why doesn't Mark, Mark Levin all, tell you this? Because yeah, when, when I tell when I ask him this question, they say, "Yeah, that's a good point, Dan. I don't know what we would do." Well, no, I, what, what I think they, I think they, they have been they I have just, been asked that question, and the and the answer is we will have a convention anyway, and then we will go to the courts that's and let the courts decide. The courts, the courts won't decide it because it's a political question. No, so, it's not. It's a constitutional question. So that, Jim, is, that is the courts. The courts the, the only court will, is, will never take a case like that because it's a pure political question. That no, it court, is not. The court would only, say to, to you, to, to we the people, if you want to have a better constitution that's followed by the people you elect, elect better people. And that's the bottom line of this book. The That's what we're trying is to do. Electing better people. That's what we're trying to do. We today well, we on on last Tuesday, the twenty third, we elected a conservative majority to the Sarasota County School Board that had had we have been fighting that for years here in this county. And That's the solution. And that is the solution. That's correct. But there are. But remember. That's local. That is local. That's not in federal. And how are we going to get through through the federal establishment that is defying the Constitution? By electing daily? better people via the precinct committee strategy. Yeah. Well, that, that's and that's why I'm a, a precinct committee man. Right. And I yeah. go to these meetings. And I, I no you and I. You and I don't disagree on that. I know. There's no silver bullet. But see, the people who, the, the con artists behind the con con, the Constitutional Convention, the con artists, they want your money. And they've been stringing you along on this fantasy, and it's never going to work. That's my uh, point. Just read me, this book. 
Just well, you can I, get it I, on I will, Amazon I or. I will, I will read that book. Let okay. me let me say one let me say one thing. The goal of the Convention of States organization is to call a convention, but the mission is to get people like me and you and our uh, host here involved in local politics, so they can elect good people to send to our Congress, where our laws are, are to be made. I don't see, and, and we start we at, we start in our state legislatures, because those people are more responsive to the people that live in our states. True. The the states have no business uh, in our education, in our uh, hospitals, in our health care, in our uh, our environment. I was at an event 10 years ago here in Phoenix that Mark Meckler appeared at. I gave a presentation. It was uh, under the auspices of the Koch brothers, America's, Americans for Prosperity. I gave a talk on the precinct committeeman strategy. When I was done, Mark Meckler took the stage and he says, you know, becoming a member of a political party. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A 
human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. That's really dangerous because once you become a member of a political party, a voting member, then, then they control you. And that's not good. Remain nonpartisan. That was Mark Meckler. Hey, that was when hey. he was working for the Convention of States. Look, I, I have to take my hat off and, and put on the other half because the IRS has passed 501c rules that essentially restrict our speech in the political arena. Don't form Depending, a five one. Hey, depend if you're a, if you're a nonprofit and and you don't form a pack and you get involved on in political activities endorsing candidates, you you can get yourself sideways with the IRS real quick. I don't have a five hundred one. I'm not a pack. I'm Dan Schultz. Hey, I'm I don't Rick ask McClus- anybody for I'm money. A, I'm, I'm a I'm Rick McClusick, and and I I I support. The Convention of States, which is nonpartisan. All right. I am also active in my local politics in one of the major parties because that's the only way you get to vote in the primaries. That's Rick, the only way. I absolutely I applaud your ability to active to be active in both worlds. And I think that uh, this is something that uh, a lot of people are unable to see. There are a number of different ways that you can get involved locally and that you can have an impact, yep. and you're doing yep. that. I really appreciate it, buddy. I appreciate you calling in, too. We've got to take these last two callers and finish up here. But uh, thank you for being uh, somebody who cares about America. Hey, Dan, Dan, you and I disagree on more than we disagree. I know. I know we do. I know we do. I know. Thanks for all you're doing, bud. Thank you, brother. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, final two callers of the night. We've got this caller, and then We Are Rise is going to round it out. Caller, welcome to the show. Can we get your name? My name is Hui. Okay, and make sure you mute your stream. Yes, right. I will do that. I will repeal. Yes. Excellent. Thank you for thank you for calling. Well, what's your question for Dan? My question for Dan is, you know, as for me, from an African descent, from Liberia, West Africa, I've been watching the political uh, agenda of the country, and I move uh, geared towards the conservatives. My question for them is this, is that in order to pull out the randos from in the, in the agenda that we believe as Christian values, what are the steps that we need to take in order to pull them out? Because some people might think, like, we have to or create a party or invite people. I have a better solution to say, you know, why don't you start with your neighbors? Why don't you start with people that you know, that you work with? I'm a truck driver also, and I'm a family man. So how do we gear towards, because you can be an introvert or extrovert, but, and uh, and how do you reach out to other people who are not like you? If you are extrovert, you love to be with people. That's my question. There's a saying, I I was an intelligence officer, okay? And we used to have a saying, your only limitation is your imagination. I don't don't know the answer to that question. Your circumstances are 
unique. Uh, do the best you can one-on-one with people. Uh, but what I recommend that you all do is you empower yourself politically uh, in the political party of your choice. Hopefully that will be the Republican Party if you're a conservative American. And I recommend that you get all of your acquaintances and yourself into uh, their respective local Republican Party committees. And then they also become recruiting machines. And we've got to fill up these 200,000 vacant slots. Yeah. And, 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 and I love I love what you're saying, because I see a lot of people coming in and chiming in on what what they're doing. And what I've been seeing and what I've what I've been seeing that is working then is is was one of the main things that you see a lot of people cannot go out and recruit. Just like when the coronavirus hit, a lot of churches closed down and these people were locked in. They needed pastors to go in and talk to them. Mm-hmm. The pastor refused to go in and talk to them because the pastor himself was afraid to go in and talk to the members that they took tithes and offering from. Well, so I saw that as yeah. forget COVID. That was a hoax. We all know it was a hoax. I know that. I know that. Yeah. I know that. So don't I ever get hoaxed it. again. Don't, don't ever, that. don't ever kowtow and do what the mandates say ever again. I know that. Ignore it. I know that. Civil disobedience. I know, that. I know it's a hoax. I know it's a hoax. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just kind of giving you my idea and stuff of where I'm coming from. I appreciate okay? it. Thank I know it's a hoax. I know it's a hoax. So. So in that aspect, in, in, in that whole situation, I was able to reach people that had similar beliefs, like we want a, we want a close border, want cops on the streets, want protection. And I, I, I was able to reach people. And these are people you would normally don't reach on a normal basis. Well, what they, you've got to tell them, you've got to tell them is that's, that's all of that stuff is what Republicans want and Democrats they're not don't. Extra and, and, bright. They're not extra bright, though. They're not extra bright. They're not well, like me and you who can get well, out into the crowd then, and meet then, people. Then ask them if they would go find extroverts to take their place and represent them in the Republican Party. Because remember, if our party ever gets to 100% strength, only one out of 125 or so Republicans can actually even be a precinct committeeman. I just need a tiny, that's eight-tenths of one percent of all Republicans. That's a tiny little sliver. But we're, we only have, we have less than four-tenths of one percent in the party right now. So get mm. those people, if they're not extroverts, and ask them to go find extroverts that they know and recruit them. I would I would okay. also mention I would also mention when you're speaking with people, uh, just remind uh, them of what's at stake. You know, I mean, yeah. this is not just another election. This is not simply a, a one issue deal. We're talking about the future of the country and therefore the future of future generations. You know, it's your children, it's your children's children, it's your grandchildren. It goes on and on and on. And so the stakes could not be more dire. And so if you're able to reach one person or even 10 people and you ask them very simply to remember those stakes and on their own, try to reach out to just one more person or find that one person who is going to reach out to 10, 20, 30 more people, because it's it could be more important. I'm going to say this, Rep Hill. Yeah, I, I praise God because 
I've been listening to you for a long time. You and X-22, I've been listening to you guys for a long time. Thank you. I haven't described you guys, but I've been listening to you guys for a long time. You guys have given me some very, some very vital information. I'm going to say this. I'm a man, and uh, uh, I'm a family of, of six. Okay, my three daughters graduated military. They're all in the military. Beautiful. Okay, and they never took the vaccine. I told them not to take the vaccine. I told them all that stuff not to do that. That's my great. My wife followed everything. I said, we're a man of, we're a family of faith. We believe in God and everything. That's some of the reason why I follow you guys, because I see you guys how you profess your faith for the Lord Jesus Christ. And I mm. love it. Amen. I hope there's a time that you and I can get together and we can talk about it from where I came from, from Africa, from Liberia, and we can discuss some other stuff. That's a hundred different day. But everything you say right now is, is vital to me. And I would just say this because I know you have to go. I would just say this. And my main point is this. Everything you're saying, I have done it. I have a men's group at my house every Sunday. That's great. Okay, from 5 to 8. And I, and I talk to them, and we talk about uh, uh, principle of God and value, what it is to protect your family, what it is to remain marriage, what it is to take care of your kids, what it is to uh, such information. So everything you guys are saying, I'm doing it. So for me, is that this how the ground roots is built. It's built on a family because God wants a family. God mm-hmm. always wants a family. Yep. He always wants a family. So for me, it's like a family to me is the biggest thing. And that's the ministry he has called me in. I don't have a church. I don't need a church. I just need brothers that will agree with me and say, you know what? I want to take back my marriage. I want yeah. to take back my children. Even though I have a child, but I other a woman. And I'm married right now. I want to go back and reconcile with her so I can bring my child into the former and say, no, and God, help me go through. So this is the reason why I'm calling. Because if we get this ground, we're going. And our children begin to leave. And I got like 10, 15, 20 kids running around in my yard. And when I get these kids and running around and talking to them, and we having Bible study with them, and we're taking them to the park, and we're doing this, they realize like, wow, when we go to school, it's not what the teachers tell us. Because yeah, my father, yeah, my uncle, yeah, my auntie, they all take us to the park. We're doing things together. And this is what enemies don't like. That's right. And right, this right. is why I pray every day for you and your guests and, and, and X-22. And I say, God, strengthen these brothers. For as long as you continue to strengthen them with your words, they will continue to pull out the truth. And I'm taking that from there and beginning to do that. So I'm it's growing. I may not be at a prison. I may not be at the prison. But guess what? In the spirit, I'm saying, Lord, the men that you have given me around will encourage each other to what? To go out and get other men. And I'm telling you, all of the 25 men that came into this, 20 of them was totally on the left. And all of them have switched over right now to the point right now that I believe in God and they have side country, uh, conservative values, Christian values. And they are going back to the to the wife, and they want to give back to the family. So I just want to say that with you. Well, Amen. Thank you so much uh, for for calling in, and thanks for everything you're doing. I really, really appreciate it, and I'm glad you're here. That's that's an awesome story. All right, brother. Thank you very All much right. for calling. God bless you, and I hope you call in again. All right. Thank you, Rabbi. I appreciate it. Anytime. We'll see you soon. Oh, that was an awesome way uh, to end out the show. We've got one final caller from We Are Rise. Hopefully we got the uh, sound issue ironed out. Thank you, everybody, for your uh, awesome participation tonight. Thank you for everything you've done in your communities. 
I need to say thank you to Light Ray. She says, you are so appreciated. Keep up the amazing interviews and news. You're my number one go-to. Much love and sobriety. Thank God, Bill W., for Bill W., uh, so that we're able to fully participate in life now. Got my 10-year chip. Love from Light Ray. Congratulations on that 10-year chip. That's awesome. And, uh, uh, Brett, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Zach. How you okay. doing? I apologize earlier that we had a problem like that. I apologize to yeah. your guest hey, and the I people in the chat. For a second, I need to go attend to something for about two minutes. Okay, time to do that and come. Yeah, back. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Go take care of your business. Up. Yep. Okay. Thank you, sir. Uh, so, Brett, let me also. I have another thank you to to uh, to say from Frank. He says we've been watching you. Great job in the interviews this week, and uh, I love Dan's work and perseverance. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you very much to both Light Ray and Frank over there on Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, so, Brett, uh, as, as I was asking earlier, what has been your experience in your area? And I'm sorry, I forgot what area of Florida you're in. I'm in District 22, which is uh, Boynton Beach, Delray. It covers Boynton Beach, Delray, Goldstream, um, parts of Lake Worth, uh, Wellington, uh, Palm, parts of Palm Beach. It's a very large district, Lantana. Um, it, it's very large in its sense what it is. Uh, uh, Frankelstein runs it. I call Frankelstein the monster. Uh, <laughs> Frankel, because let's face it, she's, she was plucked out of uh, Palm Beach mayorhood by Nancy Pelosi and put there, and she's been there ever since. Now, when Laura Loomer ran two years ago, she got 145,000 votes. I thought she was going to win this. Yeah. And there was a point that Roger Stone, and I know that Roger Stone, when we did the Stop the Steal, I asked him, I said, listen, do you think it was stolen? There's a point that I believe that it was for her. But no no one did any evidentiary discovery on a lot of these uh, districts that were probably taken over. And remember, you got to understand, the district that I'm in, you have Lois Frankel, Jewish, Laura Loomer, Jewish, you have uh, parts of these areas that are are highly Jewish. So uh, it wasn't a matter of that. It was just that you would drive down certain areas on military trail or uh, federal highway where I'm at. And you would understand because you live in Florida now, yeah. And whether yeah. it's west or east. And you, all you see is Laura Loomer out west, even when going into Delray and Boca, it's like, I mean, when I when I went to go vote for her and I and I saw her in the primary and she was out at Seacrest area in Boynton and I said to her, I like, dude, you're going to win. I, I, I was just completely amazed, uh, uh, shocked that she lost. And I think she lost by like thirty five thousand votes. And there was no like no one talked about like, why don't why are we doing these uh, precaps? Why are we investigating this stuff? In certain areas, when you lose a certain amount in Florida, it's basically done. You don't get the sure. thing. So right now, you got District 29. So your guess is here. District 4, District 22, where I'm in, in the Boynton Delray area and stuff, Palm Beach. And Dan Frances, who's running against uh, Debra Edemia, uh, is like 135 vote count. So there's probably going to be a runoff. There's going to be a runoff in 29 and 4. So what I was trying to say to you earlier that I was talking to your guests is simply is that it's not about finding the committee uh, website and finding out who's on the committee, who to vote for, who to gear towards. I was talking about the judges. I was talking about other things and and for other people that were asking the questions. So if you don't do your own research to find out 
who are the best judges to vote for, who are the people you think, because it's not readily available. And a lot of people I've been speaking to, because they watch a podcast that I'm on with uh, Thomas at True Reporting, Zach knows, that people ask me, he's like, and, you know, he lives in Florida, I live in Florida. So people ask me, and I said, well, the only thing I can say to you about this with the judges is that if you do your own, like, due diligence in investigating who might be the right person, finding out who they are, there's a variety of ways you could do that. The question is, do you have the time? Do you have the patience? I think that's the problem with the Republican committee. Now, as your last guest talking about conventional states and all that shit, I don't really care about that. What I care about is sovereign state rights. And I think the Republican Party, where I'm at in District 21, 22, and 23, which encapsulates from Boca all the way out west to West Palm Beach, Lantana, Wellington, it, it, it all encapsulates a lot of stuff. There's only a certain amount of segment of information you can get based upon the commissioners, uh, about uh, your um, you know, uh, about who to vote for in the in the county commissioners, the mayors, what have you and stuff, student elect boards, stuff like that. But you're not finding anything about like judges. And I think the only reason why now that people are talking about judges is because of Bruce Reinhardt. I mean, right now, people are like kind of up in arms because they're freaking out because they're dealing with the fact is like, how's this guy, a magistrate? get to write this, uh, you know, this this warrant out and stuff like that. So people think about this. They really think about, like, their local judges in their areas and stuff like that, and they don't want a criminal judge presiding over some type of scenario. So people think about these things. I don't think anybody discusses that. I may be off base, but I'm just telling you right now, it's important, and it's not discussed in the Republican Party committee that uh, that your guest was talking about on the committee platforms, and a lot of these other things. Like he asked me, uh, what's the amount of numbers? I don't know. I don't have the answer to the amount of people that are involved. I'm sure you do, sir. There you go. You know how I did this? Go ahead. I emailed the Palm Beach County Elections Department, Mm -hmm. and I I filled out their public records request form, Mm -hmm. and I asked for the best information they had with respect to the number of elected and appointed members of the Palm Beach County Republican Committee, which by statute is supposed to be updated monthly by your committee chair in Palm Beach County. I believe that's Mike Barnhart, but I'm not sure that he's putting that out properly. Well, he's not. And you know what they, I got, it's what I'm holding in my hand. This is a printout. Mm Mm-hmm. The last time he submitted the information was July of 2021. That's my point. Statutorily, he's supposed to do it every month. So damn. Or or, or every other month, but he didn't. So politics is all about numbers, and party politics is all about numbers. So could you try to find out for me? Do you know Tom Vaughn? Tom Vaughn? No, I do not. Tom Vaughn? precinct committeeman who just got kicked out of the Palm Beach County Republican Committee. Thanks to your your current chairman, Michael Barnett, or whatever his name is. Not mine, but... Well, for the area. area. (laughs) Not you personally, Brett. (laughs) He's the Palm Beach County guy, right? So they they kicked Tom out for whatever reason. Okay. Um, And I don't want to get into that. Uh, But the bottom line is this. 
Every precinct committeeman needs to know, with respect to the committee they're a member of, how many potential slots are there that we could fill and how many, how many currently are filled. And the committee chairman's supposed to give you that information when you ask for it. So, so, so Dan, other than ask- putting direct pressure on that committee chairman, is there any other specific legal recourse that someone like Brett could take to enforce well, varies, that information it, to be released? Well, well, it varies from state to state. And like I said, in 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 Florida, the because you guys use the primary election system just like we do here in Maricopa County and every other county in, in Arizona, the Maricopa County Republican, I'm sorry, the Maricopa County Elections Department has monthly a spreadsheet that they publish right to the public of every precinct every precinct how many slots for each party how many people got elected and the date of the election and then how many vacancies there are you can calculate the number of vacancies may i say something i know for example down to the number there's 8197 possible slots that we could have filled via the primary election. We had 3,333 candidates at the close of the time period to get on the ballot, but 50 were what are called over quota. It was a, we had more candidates than there were slots in 28 of the 935 precincts. So after the election, unless a whole bunch of people dropped out and that didn't happen, we were going to have, and we now have, 3,283 precinct committeemen elected in Maricopa County. That's exactly 40%. Because we use the government to elect our PCs, the county elections department has to have that information. Just like I every, count, just like every I, county in Florida. So if you want that information and your chairman won't give it to you, go to your county elections department and get it. Demand. Yes, I, 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 yes, obviously that, that it wasn't necessarily my point. My point was, is that when we were talking about, yeah, I get a ballot. You look at the judges, people. The point was the people I talked to is like, well, I don't know who these judges are. I didn't even know who the ag commissioner was. I mean, well, if you go to the website, you can find out who DeSantis and Trump supported. It was Simpson. So then you can get that, especially based upon where you're at in your district. What I'm trying to say is specifically about the judges and about like uh, school districts and other things. A lot of people are just kind of like unaware. When Laura Loomer was running in 2020, let, let me let, let me specify this. In 2020, when Laura Loomer is running in District 22, there was so much evidentiary information between District 21, 22, and 23 by the viable candidates that were out there. Maybe because she was, you know, uh, you know, a hot pot, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. There was information flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she. And her luminaries all around were putting out information in all these district districts. Okay, vote for this person, support this person. This is a Trump person stuff. Right now, we're in 2022, and we're in a primary, and you got three runoffs about. And I'm in 2022 right now. And what I'm trying to say is, there's nobody like at the top of the uh, of uh, the pile uh, uh, putting out this type of information the type of uh, uh, relevant information 
for electoral voting. Like we had people that were all over the place getting this information. It wasn't a problem. Now, Trump's not there. She's in District 11 and she lost to Webster. I mean, right now we're dealing with the fact is, is that a lot of stuff has been stymied. I live in Palm Beach County. It's a blue county. Delray's blue. Boynton's blue. The mayor's blue. The, the Palm Beach mayor's blue. The county runs the show. It's blue. It's blue, whatever it is. There's a lot of stuff that you don't get. There are people that are telling me that have reached out to A.G. Moody to complain about the ballot system that's going on about the absentee problem. And I'm telling people right now, don't absentee. Why would you absentee, okay, if you're readily available to take your ass to a voting booth, okay, at, down the block, why are you doing this? Because the absentee ballots are only for veterans or people that are handicapped. That's it. They are not for people that can motivate themselves to go do it. I'm around the corner. I can vote. And what I'm saying is when they redistrict 22, okay, it was like all the way like North West Boynton. And now I go right around the block to on the corner of Del Rey and it wasn't a problem, but I wasn't told that. But when I hold up my card, here's my card. Okay. And I show my card, my voter card. And you're supposed to, in Florida, you're supposed to show your voter card, then present your license. All these mass people that are still wearing their masks are like, oh, we don't accept your voter card. It doesn't matter. We just need your license. And I said, well, what happens if your license doesn't readily add up to your address where you're at? How does that configure? Well, then you can't vote. That's bullshit. See, where where Zach is at, he might have a little bit more... Uh, let's say leeway and stuff like that in Palm beach County. Okay. And Broward County, two of the most restrictive and most controlled blue corrupt uh, counties in Florida. They're not adhering to the laws that governor DeSantis has now redone. And the redistricting you're supposed to use these voter cards. That's why they're sent to you. It doesn't matter about your ID. I can come up with a fake ID. Well, if the fake ID matches something on the ballot, and they're just like, and I just make sure I resign. I had to resign the card three times. It's not adding up. So if I'm not adding up, like the guy's saying, well, your, your script is not adding up, but it's my ID and here's my voter card, maybe because I'm not doing a, per, a perfect cursive. The point is, is that they're not following the rules continually. And so what I'm also saying is about the judges. We had like four or five judges. A lot of people, even myself, I had to go through the deliberation of figuring out what judges will be best served in my area and everything else that you were saying, sir. Yes. Yeah. I can find on, on, on the Republican committee on the website of Palm beach who was supportive, who was not either want vote for sure or Simpson. Simpson was uh, basically backed by Trump and DeSantis easy, but in district 22, you had Deborah Adima and, and uh, Dan Frances. No one was backed by anybody, so I had to take less of the two evils, so I took Franchez because of certain things he said. So the point was, he's got to run off. What I'm saying is, there's nothing equal, okay? There's no equal room going on currently at the moment. Two years ago, we had a little bit more, like, par, where everything was like, you could see 21, 23, and 22, where there was a lot of people that were equally uh, addressing the fact that we're able to vote without any doubt who they wanted to vote for in those areas. But now there's some type of frequency going on where everything is being kind of like pushed away. 
So do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, I'm trying to explain that, that there's a viability where people just don't know who to vote for anymore. And they, I don't think they even have time to deal with that. And that's disconcerting to me at the sure. moment because people are asking me and I'm saying, look, this is where you can go. But as for the judges, you're going to have to do your own due diligence like I did. And I had given four people my points of view. But don't does, take my uh, point of view. Does Florida have a closed primary or an open primary? Well, it's 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 a closed primary for yeah. uh, for uh, for Republicans. Oh, only, only Republicans can vote in the primary. Yes. Yes. Well, it's the same thing that I complained when I sent the email to Moody. I was complaining of the fact is that why don't we open it up to independents? Why don't we make it more readily available for people to have more information? Well, I, I don't I don't want I don't want that. Uh, OK, next question. Can you tell me why you don't want that? Uh, because it's a Republican primary. But it's if also a Democratic. If, if you're primary. an independent, if, if you're an independent, that means you're you can't figure out whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, <laughs> I don't want you voting in my primary my, for you, my candidates. Then you get interlopers coming in and, and trying well, to elect question, the wrong next people. Question, next question. In the Loomer primary, which she yeah. lost, according to mm-hmm. the numbers, what percentage? No, she didn't lose in the primary. She lost in the general to Lois Frankel. Let's be clear. But it, didn't she just lose her primary? Just, this just had a... Oh. Yeah, this most. Oh, okay, you're primary. speaking about District 11. Okay, yes. Yeah, the Daniel so, Webster. So, if that was, is that Congressional District 11? Yes, I believe so. She lost. So, in Congressional District 11, what was the total number of Republicans who could have voted? What was the total number that did vote, and what was that percentage? I'll look it up and I get back to Zach about that. I know that she got. I know that. Uh, she didn't even get third or fourth place. I believe that's that's where the tally was. So when he I won his reelect- came, I thought she had come in uh, on election night. She was in second place. You're and talking. She, which district are you talking about? The most recent election, District 11. The primary election okay. on Tuesday, which she lost. I think she got third place. I believe she had. Th- okay, I'm not so sure. maybe she, she, maybe she dropped down to third place. But my yeah. question is this. For any of the complaining, if any of the candidates who lost are complaining about, well, I lost, I lost, and there was election fraud, and there was election fraud, I want to know, like, okay, if there were uh, 100,000 voters, Republican, who could have voted, was the turnout 20,000? Was it 30,000? Was it 40,000? How many didn't vote? Because that's really the key question. And yeah, but I was. I think you're conf- you're conflating when I was talking about two years ago when she ran in District 22 before she moved to Ocala and did District 11. I was talking about District 22 where I'm currently in, which is the Boynton Delray area. That okay. was the that was that was the argument right now. So we're conflating two different viewpoints. Well, I believe she I'm, came in third in the primary. The analysis is that I'm going to go through. I'm going to do the following. I'm hoping you're going to email me, Dan, at precinctstrategy.com, the following numbers. What are the total number of possible precinct committeeman slots of the Republican Party in Palm Beach County that could have been filled via the primary election? What's your email again? Dan Dan at precinctstrategy.com. Okay. You can do it via my website, precinctstrategy.com. 
What's the total possible number of slots? That's, that's usually referred to as the quota. Okay. And that's based on statute, mm-hmm. formula, based on voter registration. And then how many got filled via the primary in Palm Beach County? How many precinct committeemen got elected? Those are the numbers uh, I want. Then I'm going to look this up myself. I'm going to go to Loomer's results, and I'm going to see. In District 11. Yes. Whatever that, whatever that congressional district is. Forget the numbers. Yeah. Her yeah. congressional district. And I'm going to see. Okay. And I'm going to go to the Secretary of State's website in Florida, and I'm going to find out in that congressional district if they have it published that way. Because some, believe it or not, some Secretary of State's websites don't have we do here in Arizona, but it may not be in Florida. But I want to find out what was the total number of registered Republicans in that congressional district who could have voted in the primary mm. and how many turned out. And then what percentage did she get vis-a-vis the other candidates? And then how many were sort of left on the table who each of those candidates could have gone to these lower information, lower propensity Republicans who don't normally think it's worth their while to go vote in the primary. And what did they do to boost turnout of those people? Apparently, you should, did anything. you should do it. You should look at it. The comparison connect, uh, uh, analysis between 20 when she ran like against like six primary Republicans and she won handily well, by like. But fifty percent in District Twenty Two, and and then she and then she loses to Frankel. She had one hundred and forty thousand, close to one hundred forty thousand votes to like I don't know one one fifty five. Maybe I and should, she, but, I don't, but I don't have time to do that. But it's apples <laughs> and oranges, isn't it? I mean, we're talking about two well, different districts, you know. So it's yeah, a different exactly. set There's of so people. many variables. Just yeah. like Zach pointed out, there's yeah. so many variables. I just right, want to know I, what just happened. And then then take some lessons learned from that. Yeah. The point is that I'm trying to focus on is District 29, District 4, and District 22, okay, are runoffs now in primaries based upon how many Republicans right now are running in that thing. And all those districts had nobody being, like, named by DeSantis or Trump or anybody. And that's my point. So when I mentioned 21, 22, 23, that's where I'm at. But I'm just mentioning these because I'm one of those three right now that there was no nomenclature. No one was saying, hey, Dan Frances, Deborah Demney, anybody. My point is there's a lot of people that are kind of up in their arms, regardless if they can look at the website or anything, whether it's with judges or with uh, school districts, what have you. Okay, there's a lot of emptiness. There's a lot of openness that people can't fill the gaps in. And they have to do their own research to figure that out. Go ahead, Zach. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, Brett. We, we got to leave it there. I'm going to say one thing I'll that leave. we got to, because we're an hour over. But, it, you know, it, it, the whether it's Trump or DeSantis, they do not have a specific responsibility to nominate somebody in every single district. And anytime that I see individuals not being uh, named or endorsed specifically, uh, you know, I tend to think that it is based upon a uh, a lack of outreach on behalf of that candidate. It's the candidate's responsibility to inform the public about what they where they stand on different issues and positions. And from running in a, a campaign myself, you know, I literally walk to every single home 
in my district, uh, you know, what, regardless of party, okay, uh, because I wanted to meet every single person. And if there was the ability for me to uh, switch somebody to my side, uh, then that's what I did. But I, and, and one more thing in regard to the judges, they don't want you. They don't want to advertise political affiliations with judges. You did the right thing by going and looking and, and seeing what their decisions have been from the bench. What we really need is people like you who are willing to do that research and then to help put it out there to educate the people in their districts so that they do know who to vote for. Because you're right, not everybody has the time to invest in uh, in that effort. But I really appreciate your call, and I want you to make sure you get in touch with me after you get in touch with Dan, okay? I will. Thanks, right, Dan. It was good talking. I appreciate the information. Same here. Thanks. Have a good evening, gentlemen. Thanks, Zach. Yep. All right. Good luck, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Uh, one final thank you from Fred Awakening. He says, the new party is America first under the banner of Republican, in my opinion. We welcome all people that reject socialism and communism and embrace liberty. The 20% that like Biden can pound sand. I like that right there. Um, we're going to go through the thank yous real briefly, Dan, over on the foxhole, and then I'm going to get the final thoughts from you. Uh, Porpoiseful, thank you very much for the can. Also, thanks again to Matt for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you to Sean Joe for those cookies. White Crow, he says, hi, Red Pill. Uh, huge fan from Utah. We need to fire Mitt Romney. Have you looked into the races in Utah? I have not specifically. I've been focusing down here in Florida and a couple of other ones nationwide. But I'd love to hear from you if you want to write me by email. Average Joe Patriot, he says, great info as always. Much love, Red Pill. A boneless chicken says, as always, thank you for the great content, Zach. Chops ITMC says, uh, Taiwan does a cool thing. They do a TV broadcast of the ballots so that all that want to can double check. I think that's a great idea. Uh, Hang 10 Alien Surfer. What if we put it on the blockchain? I think that that is something that could happen, but I think that is that's one more step that can overly complicate it. Paper ballots in person one day. Very simple. Counted by precinct. Uh, Sean Joe. Thank you for the cookie. Kaboomer. Appreciate the can. Just Josie says happy Friday to all of you. Thank you again, Sean Joe. And then he says, another informative show, Zach. Thank you very much for everybody hanging out with us. Thank you, Dan, for doing an extra hour. I really, really appreciate your time. I appreciate your passion, everything you're doing for America and to educate the people. I want to give you the final thoughts. What do you really want the viewers to take away from this show? It's real simple. Become a precinct committeeman. Go to precinctstrategy.com. Spend, I mean, give me like... 20 minutes of your time, please, just 20 minutes, and search around on there. Click on the three buttons, the one-minute promo video that explains the precinct strategy in a minute. Click on the second button, which takes you to the sign-up page for the precinct strategy communications and collaboration platform, which has almost 15,000 people nationwide on it. They're all America Firsters. We vet you coming in. Click on the button that takes you to the Votify Now site to get the Votify Now app for your phone, the voter empowering election integrity reporting tool. Get that. And then, if possible, if you have the time, please volunteer to become a poll worker. Go to saveyourrepublic.org. I also have that linked on my homepage, saveyourrepublic.org. Drill down to your state and your county. It'll tell you what to do and where to go to become a poll worker. We never have enough Republican poll workers. We need more eyes and ears watching the election process. So become a precinct committeeman, do all the things that I mentioned, and then I have a three-step plan 
for saving the republic. Step one, pray. Second Chronicles 7.14. Second Chronicles 7.14. Go look it up and read it. God told us to come to him, repent our sins, ask for forgiveness, and then he said he'd heal our land. Pray that over and over. Step two, recruit precinct committee. Step three, repeat. All right. Amen. Thank you very much, Dan, for being here. Thank you, everybody out there in the audience. I will be back tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. for a special live stream with Peter Tickton, one of President Trump's attorneys. We're going to be talking about the raid on Mar-a-Lago and the recently revealed affidavit, uh, which has redactions on its redactions. But we're going to get Peter's thoughts on that. Appreciate everybody once more. Thank you for the support. Thank you for watching. Make sure you share this and finally become a precinct committeeman. I know each and every one of you has a couple of hours every month that you can devote to this. If you can't do that, obviously, Dan just gave us several other action items that you can check out at precinctstrategy.com. Until tomorrow at 1 p.m., good luck and God bless.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.